this uh, pandemic we all find ourselves in. But uh, I have to say that I am loving the response I am seeing through the media now. At first, you hardly saw any positive stories, but now there seems to be more of an emphasis to relate these positive things that are happening. You know, people, the actual love that people are expressing to one another and helping each other and how people are coming together, that's something that the media seems to want to more emphasize at this point. And I think the fact that they want to emphasize that now is huge, right? It's very telling as to uh, what's going on. I mean, it's like the, that's, the, that's part of the finger on the pulse thing. And, man, I just I absolutely love it. I love seeing this stuff. I hope that you keep your eyes out for these, these things. And I hope that you're a part of demonstrating the love um, that, 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 that's needed during this time, the love of God you know, through us. Um, that's what the world needs right now, and uh, it's what it always needs, right? But what better opportunity uh, than now to see those, those chances to do it in such a time where people are looking for it, okay? People are looking for it. So, man, what a ride, right? This is, this is <laughs> what a ride this is turning out to be. And things have happened so fast, right? You probably haven't had time to stop and even think about how to respond. You're just responding normally, very naturally. You may or may not like what you see, but, um, you know, everyone's just trying to adjust to this and, and trying to find solutions for problems that they didn't have, maybe even just a few days ago. And, man, I'm, I'm telling you, um, I know you're feeling it, and I have, I have to say I feel you. I Literally, I have... I have noticed lately that my head seems to just remain in this uh, constant tense state. I feel this tension in my head, and uh, it's very prominent at night. Of course, I feel it throughout the day at different times, especially at night when I'm trying to sleep. The rest of my body will be completely relaxed with the exception of my forehead. (laughs) I have to be intentional about relaxing it before I can actually fall asleep. And um, I say my body is my body is telling me something, and it's telling me that I'm stressed. <laughs> I'm, I'm stressed. Your body might be telling you something as well. And uh, because this is, this is a stressful time, and we're all feeling it, maybe in different ways, but we're all feeling it. And so I know that this is the case. So I, I want to, man, I, I just want to love on you today by telling you, first of all, however you're responding to this, it's okay. You're just doing the best you can. That's okay. Of course, there's some extreme cases of this where, um, you know, I heard a story where they say that uh, some child abuse cases, uh, you know, have risen because of people trying to adjust with kids being home and the stress they're dealing with. Obviously, those things aren't okay. I'm obviously not talking about that. Um, but what I am saying is, you know, even if you don't like some of the things you're seeing within yourself, give yourself a break, okay? You've you probably never experienced anything like this before. What are you, what are you supposed to do? Hey, you're, you're trying to find solutions to problems you didn't have just a few days ago. How are you supposed to react to this? You're doing the best you can with where you are. Okay. For the most part, I think that's true for, for most people. And so give yourself a break. However you find yourself responding to this stuff, it's okay. You're doing the best you can with where you are. Okay. That's first. But secondly, 
it does us remember this okay it it does us no good to deny the emotional distress or that we're feeling or to beat ourselves up over how we are responding okay on the one hand i have to say that some of the things i see people saying quite frankly they can come across as not being very helpful, okay? Um, some, some, and, and again, I'm going to apply my own, <laughs> my own uh, thought process through this. I, I get, I believe that these people have the best intentions and they're doing the best they can with where they are. I get that. I, I just want to challenge you, if you're going to throw something out there, to uh, think a little bit more about it. Take some time and think through some of this stuff and how you say, and maybe even consider, you know, what, what, what you think is needed to be said. Um, some of the things I see people saying, quite frankly, come across as not very helpful at all, in my opinion. And, you know, just throwing out phrases like, don't worry, just have faith, right? Or don't worry, just have faith in God. Um, while I would agree and I think there's some truth in this statement, all right? Uh, it probably sounds like what I'm about to say is heresy to you. I agree with that statement. I, I agree with that, and I think there's some truth in that statement, right? But it might not come across as helpful to people in these moments because uh, it, 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 it might come across as more like a platitude, which is, which is absolutely not helpful when people are in the middle of these— um, the stressful situations and trying to figure things out. And if you're going to put some things out there, some statements, I think it would be better to explain how not to worry and have faith in God, right? Put, put things out there that help other people see how this is possible and, and practical. And maybe, maybe even what this looks like for you, okay? If you're telling other people to not worry, just have faith in God, uh, you you should make sure that you're doing that yourself. And if you are doing that, then you can you can help people understand what that looks like, okay? Just throwing a statement out there, as true as it might be, may not be helpful, and it may actually have the adverse effect in what you were intending, okay? So I believe that there's all good intentions here, but let's consider a little bit more about what we throw out there and to be helpful, actually help people see how. Okay, um, and oftentimes these statements are are made in response to to people's emotional reactions and the emotional distress that people are are, are displaying. And listen, just because some people verbalize or express emotional distress, it doesn't mean that they don't have faith in God. And Faith in God doesn't mean you won't experience emotional distress either, okay? So emotional distress um, is not necessarily a, a, a gauge where one's faith is or whether or not they actually have faith, okay? Um, so, ha, have you read the Psalms? Uh, Psalm 54, right? Would you agree that the psalmist had faith in God? Well, yes, but look at what he says. He says things like, 
a God, vindicate me, hear me, for the insolent have risen against me and the ruthless seek my life. Do you think the psalmist here was under distress? Yes, he was. Um, but what's interesting is that the psalmist doesn't just say simply, hey, trust, don't worry, have faith in God. No, he is expressing it. Now, learn something here. He is expressing how he is feeling. He is expressing the emotional distress that is going on with him. Continue in Psalm 55 and Psalm 56. So you says things like, hear me and don't hide from my prayers. Obviously, you know, he said, answer me. Um, if you say that, you say it just because it sounds good? No, no, it's it's coming from a place where you feel like you're concerned or you're worried about or you think that he, God does not hear you, that he is hiding himself from your prayers and he is not answering you. It's a plea, hear me and don't hide from me. Answer me. Why? Because I'm troubled. I am distraught. I am in anguish. Do you think that there's some emotional distress going on there? Just because they had the emotional distress, does it mean that they didn't have faith in God? No, it's because of their faith in God that they take this emotional distress and they turn towards God, okay? Uh, Think of Jesus in Gethsemane, Mark 14. Jesus was distressed and agitated. And Jesus says, listen, I am deeply grieved even to death. What? So... What you have here are expressions of people being emotionally honest about how they feel and the distress that they are under. And this is what we are seeing from people and what you are probably experiencing from yourself. And while our own personal responses can tell us a lot about ourselves, uh, you need to know that it's okay. Even if you don't like necessarily what you're seeing, doesn't mean you can't change, but in this moment, it's okay. You're doing the best you can right now, okay? Um, Whether your response was or is one of panic, of detachment, or just thinking everything is going to be fine, that's okay. You are doing the best you can right now. It doesn't mean you couldn't do better, and maybe you will later, but for now, this is where you are. And it's okay. And we need to learn to be okay with what we're seeing from other people as well. Okay, if anything, just take note of it so we can understand where they are. And if if we have a chance, if we have a chance, we can meet them in that place. Okay, so what I think we need to do is try and figure out some of the some of the best ways that we can deal with where we are, how, how to handle the emotional distress, right? The stress we're feeling as a result of the situation. Because listen, let's, let's be honest. We're stressed out. We are stressed. I, I feel it even as, I, as I'm, I'm recording this podcast. I, I, I feel the stress. We are, we are feeling the effects of everything that's going on, right? Everything has disrupted our schedules, you know, our normal routines, They've all been removed, turned upside down, shifted. And man, just simply an awareness of how everything has been disrupted has a, plays something, uh, play, plays a role in, in how we, we, we feel right now, right? Just even if you don't go to the games or the concert, just knowing that everything has been disrupted, 
it, it has an effect on us, right? Uh, how our communities have been affected. Uh, we see all the cancellations, the run on the stores, and everyone being hunkered down in their homes, and the announcements on the news, and the reports on on, on Facebook and online, and uh, all of this comes together, and, and it affects us. It affects our psyches because it's information that we're hearing, right? It exploits our real fears that we have for ourselves and for people who are more vulnerable, like our family members, etc. We 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 have real anxieties over how we see some people we feel don't don't want to follow the safety regulations that have been put in place, right? We see that and it has an effect on us. And we have we have real fears when it comes to our finances and what this means in the long run, right? We 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 might be feeling the the restlessness and, and and have a have a hard time sleeping at night. Or even even if if we do sleep all night, maybe you wake up still feeling tired and exhausted because, man, this is a lot. It's a lot to all of a sudden take on for lots of people. And it's no wonder why we're experiencing the emotional stress that we are. And exactly what we need, I believe, in this time is the freedom to feel the freedom, to be able to express and to verbalize what we're feeling. And doing this doesn't, doesn't mean that you're weak or that you lack faith. It means that you're human and that you have needs. And so I guess ultimately what I want to share with you today is... <sighs> You need to verbalize what you're going through. Your emotional distress, how you're feeling. You you may need to do this. Now, you may be handling all this really well. You may think you are, and you're really not, and it's being demonstrated through other things. I would say, listen to your body. Listen to what your body say. Okay? Your body tells you something. Your body always always speaks to you. And listen to it. Um, it may tell you whether you actually are handling this and facing this. You need to. You may. You may find yourself needing to express your feelings and your fears and your doubts. You need to express your anxieties and all, all the difficulties you're experiencing and the challenges that you're suddenly facing. Right. You need to express these things very specifically and explicitly. And I would say you need to express these things, first of all, to God. You need to do this either verbally or do this through a prayer journal. Um, be raw and, and honest. Be, be angry and sad and be however it is that you're feeling. And know that that's okay. Because I, I think so oftentimes when it comes to us communicating with God, with talking to God, we, we create these facades, these these uh, prayers that really, you know, if we're not careful, they don't tap into our hearts. They don't really express where we are. And my, my question to you is to ask the question here, what good is that? What good is that? <laughs> what makes us any different when we do that than, you know, those whom Jesus says, listen, their mouths, their lips, yeah, yeah, they, they sound like they're close to me, but Man, in their hearts, they're far from me. 
So how do we get our hearts to be close to him? Yeah, by being raw and honest. Let's start there, right? Right. Let's, let's start by being raw and honest. And if you're angry and you're sad and you're frustrated, be however it is you are and know that that's okay. Again, have you read the Psalms, where oftentimes at the beginning of the Psalm, the beginning of the Psalm, it's, you know, the Psalmist is like, God, where are you? Like, what is going on? Like, why have you turned your back on me? When are you going to answer me? When are you going to pull me through this? When are you going to save me? When are you going to do this, that, and the other? And uh, ultimately, the Psalmist will conclude oftentimes, if not most of the time, that regardless, you know, I he's come, either he's come through or regardless of what happens here, I will still, still praise you. Uh, but my point is this, like, feel the freedom to express to God what's really going on. Because here's the thing, he already knows, he, he already knows, as a Christian, you believe, he has, he already knows what's going on there. And so you should feel the freedom to express it and not try and hide that because you can't, right? Like, bring who you really are to the altar, bring who you really are to the table, raw and honest. Just doing that alone is <laughs> does so much for us. I remember... There was a time in my life where I was so confused and so frustrated, a specific moment and uh, that I, I can recall. And it was one of the first times where I was so raw and so real, if you will, with God. And I felt empowered because I saw David and, and you know others in the Psalms uh, expressing themselves in this way. And I remember thinking, God, what in the world is going on? What are you doing here? Uh, what are you doing to me? And uh, man, it helped me out so much. And it was at that point where I could truly begin to listen and to become aware of what was happening with not only within me, but what God was doing in my life in my particular situation. But yeah, be raw, be honest, be who you really are. It's okay. And once you do this, you need to rest in it. Rest in the silence and and listen, Okay. They may say, well, I got kids at home now. I can't rest in the silence. Hey, I get it. But you know what? Maybe all of you need to rest in the silence. I'd send them to the room, send them to their closets. Uh, you know, of course, I'm making light of this. I, I understand the difficulties, though. I get it. I got four of my own. Um, but find that moment. Find that time to rest in the silence and to listen and pay attention. Pay attention to the thoughts that begin to surface. Maybe the pictures that come to your mind as you rest and these, these may help you understand how to move forward. And it can also be helpful to express yourself to someone else. And so um, I, my challenge to you would be to also reach out to other people, uh, people who are close to you, people who you know that you can confide in and talk to, people you feel comfortable with, um, you know, people you are in relationship with, you're doing life with, you're connected there. And uh, it might be helpful for you to express yourself to, to them, right? And maybe they, they may be experiencing the same things. And so it's a way to not only receive, but even to give the empathy and the validation that we need as well. Uh, And it's one of the ways in which we demonstrate our love and stay connected, okay? So, yeah, pray and reach out to someone you can talk to or someone who might need to talk. Even if it's just to say, hey, I'm available.